Welcome to Coffee with the Chiropractor, the podcast to help you unlock the secrets to improved health and wellness. Whether you're a chiropractor or chiropractic patient, we'll be traveling across the globe to talk to professionals who can help you to discover new ways to improve your health or the health of your patients. From chiropractors to osteopaths, personal trainers to nutritionists, we aim to help you in all of your needs. Here to host the show, a chiropractor, wellness coach, and life enthusiast, Dr. Patrick Hogg. Good morning, Patrick here from Complete Health. Just wanted to discuss the three most common things that I see in the clinic that are generally leading to nerve type symptoms. (coughs) So what I basically mean by that is anything that kind of feels like a sciatica or ridiculous pain. And I've put in the description sciatica or such like, because quite often it can almost feel like some people get sciatica in their arms. So if anybody's actually suffered with sciatica in in their legs and then they've had uh, the same kind of arm pain, it can be exactly the same in your arms. So I wanted to run through the three most common things that I see creating nerve type symptoms or nerve type pains. Now, the most common one that I'm ever going to see in the clinic is an actual neurological compression or a nerve root irritation. So the the reason why it's the most common in my office is because that's the most common reason why people are coming in is that they've they've got pain or symptom somewhere which has been as a result of some type of injury or lifestyle choice that has started to create changes in the spine by changing the mechanics of the spine has actually started to create degeneration or wear and tear on joints and this starts to squash on the nerves which by the way is pretty much chiropractor's bread and butter is the thing that I absolutely love working with I love working with patients that have got stuff like sciatica and the, the, the main reason being is that okay it's not an easy or quick fix but it's something that I'm very confident that we can have an impact on over a period of time and despite that, I've got a personally got a client at the moment who's really been struggling with sciatica. I had a bit of a blip the other week, uh, but it's actually been the first five days that she's gone without pain in a really long time. We also had another girl last year who had had surgery on her spine. She was only 27 and she hadn't been able to really pick up her daughter for two and a bit years so her daughter was almost five i think i'm just trying to recall this off the top of my head and it was the first time that she got to go and play soft play with her since her child was born because she hadn't really been able to pick her up since she was six months old so the most common reason the most common reason that we will see stuff like sciatica or ridiculous pains into the arms is some sort of compression whether that's either from a bone whether that's from the disc or whether that's due to inflammation or irritation that's surrounding the nerve root to do with injuries or lifestyle choices, that's probably the most common thing that we will see causing nerve pain in the clinic. Now, there are a couple of other ones that I see quite regular, but maybe not quite as much. And these are more to do with uh, having too much of certain things or not having enough of certain things. Now, unlike, uh, unlike the compressions, they don't necessarily present the same and they also don't start recovering as quickly. Now, the main reason obviously being is that adjusting someone's spine will reduce nerve root irritation. However, it won't necessarily replace the attributes that they're putting in. So one of the most common things is I see people have 
too much of a thing. So the most common one being alcohol or sugar. And the main reason obviously this becomes an issue is that it starts to irritate the nerves endings. So the most common signs and symptoms of uh, over the top alcohol consumption or sugar consumption would be a pins and needles type feeling or a numbness. Morning Anthony. The main reason being is that actually alcohol and sugar, when left in the bloodstream for too long and not actually absorbed into the muscles, they start to create an acidic environment, which actually starts to not only irritate our nerve endings, but pretty much all tissues in our body. So there's a reason why there is a government guideline on alcohol. There's also a reason why there's a guideline on how much sugar that we should be consuming in a day. Now, personally, I think that sugar guideline that they give us is about three times too high. We should really be aiming to keep our sugar consumption well below 50 grams a day, well below. Um, and that, again, the main reason being is that there's not really any essential need for it in our diet. It only starts to create irritation in our cells. But like with most things, if the government makes their recommendations too outrageous, people do not follow them. We know that actually in order to get the adequate volumes of nutrients nowadays with fruits and vegetables, you should be being, eating six to eight and the recommendations is five and most people will not actually even achieve that. Now, the last thing that I see commonly causing nerve irritation in my patients is a lack of certain vitamins and minerals and the most common ones being magnesium, vitamin D and vitamin B. Uh, vitamin B is uh, linked to nerve function and so should always be consumed in the right volumes. You have three sugars in your tea. Yeah, that's a fast way to cause inflammation in your body, Anthony. The tea's good because uh, it's got isoflavonoids in it, so it will reduce some level. Uh, then you've obviously got the caffeine that will increase and then the sugar will increase the inflammation again. So you've kind of got a little bit of a mix of both. You've got the good and the evil in the same thing, but try to cut that down to one. So if you, if you feel like you are getting some of these symptoms or you want a little bit of advice, uh, please jump on, drop us a message. Uh, we can start to actually guide you and give you the right directions. Uh, really with stuff like vitamin D, vitamin B, and iron, they will all cause changes in feeling, especially stuff like iron because it reduces our blood count and that can start to actually lead to numbness in the arms and legs just purely because you're not getting enough blood there. Vitamin B is one of the vitamins that we use for regenerating nerves and vitamin D is one of our pain sensors and then the magnesium is the pain pump inhibitor. So people that are getting sciatica quite often, again, they're deficient in magnesium as well. Hopefully you found something helpful. Hopefully you found something helpful. Um, if you want any extra advice, please just drop us a message on the instant messenger or send us an email or give us a call and we'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening. If you found value in this information, please like and subscribe to our channel on your favorite listening platform. If you know someone who could benefit from this information, please share. We hope to see you next time for another episode of Coffee with the Chiropractor with your host, Patrick Hogg.